This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. So I have with me today Shobhna Cook. She's a homeopath a yoga teacher she's a pranic healer vedic astrologer and tarot card reader shobhna has successfully worked with a number of covid and long covid cases and as a homeopath and yoga practitioner she's been trained to treat the person the individual and not the disease and she works to harmonize an individual's energy flow in order to balance their mind their body and their spirit she believes that the real healer is actually within us here's one of the gems we've learned about in this chat sometimes people get really disillusioned because they've gone from doctor to doctor and they've done every test under the sun and they don't have a name for their disease because you don't have a name doesn't mean you can't have a treatment because you don't have a diagnosis doesn't mean that there's no healing for you doctors healers practitioners i feel are guides yes. along the way yes. the real healer is each individual and we yes. have we all have this power it's just some of us have spent a lot of time wanting to learn more and more about it and some of us have spent time doing other things yes. but it's everyone has the same toolbox it's the healing power is available to all and sometimes they just need a guide and i see illness and disease as a portal almost to um reconnect us if we have been broken in some way so it's an opportunity sometimes that you don't realize it just puts together your mind body and spirit if it's been scattered so the medicine you choose in the way that i think and as a holistic practitioner is so 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 important because the medicine can make make that integration or it can also draw you further apart and scatter you more so it's really important and it's a very personal choice you know some people work best with acupuncture some people work better with ayurveda so we have to honor the disease we have to honor the preferences i think one of the main things in this time that we've had is people didn't know that they have this power to heal themselves so when you t- when you make doctors inaccessible and hospitals difficult to get to mm-hmm. people have mm-hmm. so much fear you know they kind of get paralyzed please take the fear away we can do this there's lots of support out there and just daily if you look after your day to day practices nothing major very simple fresh air sunlight breathing healthy food no one says you need to be a gourmet chef to eat healthy but just simple living the environment is not conducive for disease to thrive so you're already ahead of the game and then let's say for whatever reason you succumb to some disease i know we're talking about covid and long covid mm-hmm. but i want to really make people understand that you don't have to have a diagnosis to find relief sometimes people get really disillusioned because they've gone from doctor to doctor and they've done every test under the sun and they don't have a name for their disease because you don't have a name doesn't mean you can't have a treatment because you don't have a diagnosis doesn't mean that there's no 
healing for you. It's available because yeah. all it means is that your energies are deviated. We just need to harmonize it again. And then it doesn't matter what the name of the disease is, right? You're back to health. So sometimes it helps us when there is this name because then there are these protocols. Even though there are these protocols, you still have to tweak some things because the flu protocol for me and the flu protocol for you may not always be the same. So protocols make it easy for us to be able to kind of pull it up and jump straight in. You spend less time. But still, if you don't have success fast, you have to individualize the case. Right. And that's right. something holistic practitioners are really, really well skilled to do. You know, be it acupuncture, Ayurveda, homeopathy, any of the holistic energy practitioners can do this because that's how they scan you. They diagnose right. you through these energy balances. Right. So tell me, is that how you help people get well and stay well? Yes. So for example, immune system, let's say somebody got the big C. Okay. So the big C in this discussion is COVID. Just for ease of reference, we're going to call it the big C. So someone got the big C and okay. they come to a person like me right? and they have these symptoms. So we have this moment, then you can understand also where people become paralyzed, but oh my goodness, have I got this dreaded thing? Because then you become almost like a leper. Nobody wants to come near you. You have to isolate. You feel terrible. Even though you isolate, if you're not looking after yourself in that isolation, it's hard right. for you to come out of this. So for us as a homeopath or holistic practitioner, we need to understand first how you succumb to this disease. So how, what happened in your life in the last week that you dropped your immunity and you got this. Okay. So we have to go to that root cause and pull it up from there. So let's say the person said, oh my goodness, my best friend passed away. I was devastated. Then the remedies that we would choose for her, even though it's the big C, the same big C that the person next door to her is having, her weakness to be able to attract this situation is because of her grief. So we have to clear the grief first. We have to clear those emotions. Whereas the other person may have been, you know, being on a bender at a party, drinking all night, didn't sleep well, has eaten terribly. We have to detox him of that and he comes back to wellness. And this other person, we have yeah. to take away the grief. So this is what I mean about the individualization. Then there's a middle portion that we can do a protocol, right? Where it's like, yeah. okay, now yeah. these are the symptoms, classic symptoms of this. This is what you're feeling. And then we take those aside. But we okay. have to first clear the path with the root cause. Okay. So now tell me, explain what you mean by holistic health. The holistic health is, are we well in our mind? Are we well in our body? Are we well in our spirit? Mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes we're super fit. Okay. We have a great gym membership. We pay a lot of money to, we do lots of workouts and we are apparently very fit, but yeah. we have a lot of anxiety. We yes. have a lot of demons in our head. Maybe we have, we struggle with our eating or sleeping or whatever it is. So then that means we need to balance this person, even though they're very strong on the body side, we have to harmonize something between the spirit and the mind. For holistic health, we're looking at all these three pieces and trying to bring them together. And I think one of the challenges is that people don't see um, themselves like that. They kind of 
see themselves as I'm not my thoughts, but you're all of it. The way in which I work with also with, let's say, a tarot or the Vedic astrology or the um, homeopathic case taking is we get to know you at your core, at your essence. So what are your fears? What are your phobias? That says a lot to us. So then we're able to come in and help calm down those things in order to integrate the person. So it sometimes takes a while because you have to trust, you have to trust enough to reveal yourself. And right. we all have shadow sides, you know. The person who's coming to us for healing has to feel safe enough to reveal themselves because okay. otherwise we can't put the medicine to the right place. Okay. Whereas with the Western practitioner, you tell your symptoms and yes. they'll give you ABC and you go off. They don't need to know about whether your cat was sick last week or if you like your mother-in-law or not. Like that's irrelevant. But for us, that's right. all part of the picture. Even in the case of a COVID, it's important yeah. for us to know who is this person. Okay, so I was going to ask you, you know, because I know you worked with people who've had COVID. How have you helped them? Yeah, we, ha we have. Actually, we have. And sometimes it's been so seamless that people have then just gone on with their lives and it didn't seem like this big moment. But right. I think in, the ter in terms of the big, the long C, it's stuff that you've ignored. It's the housekeeping you didn't do. Okay. So when you got the C, mm -hmm. it just really knocked you off your feet. And then you may have taken not energy medicine, you may have taken chemical medicine, but you didn't deal with all the boxes that you were already carrying. And this C has, the C that I have seen and I have mm -hmm. worked with has this, has a very big mental health piece, I feel. It really kind of takes the spark out of you and you feel very low energy and a bit depressed. So you can't shake that feeling off. It takes a while. So with the long C, what happens is every time you meet the stress situation or every time you do a little too much, then right. it crashes again. We have to use the homeopathic remedies or we use acupressure or whatever their yoga practices to kind of get them back on track. The recovery, which I, I had kind of told you that this is the important one, post the C, the big or the small C, it's almost like you have to refresh your whole vital force. You have to refresh your blood quality. Diet becomes a really important piece in this. Pomegranate, I have seen to be a star performer in the right. recovery process. Yes. Uh, the dried fruits like dates and um, other dried fruits, but ones that don't have the sulfur, you know, ones that are more organic. King coconut water is phenomenal with replenishing the electrolytes. Okay, so the king coconut, is a different, completely different tree. It's orange in color okay. and it's got a sweeter taste and it has a very soft kernel. I think at the Whole Foods and the Hollands and Barretts of the world, you do have king coconut in a container now. In a protocol, we do this like a week of it where you're drinking that, you know, daily. You're having the dates, you're having the pomegranate, and you kind of put these things back into your system so you can replenish, really pick up the energy again. Because okay. if you don't, I find the crashing is frequent. Okay. So along with that, we're also looking at the homeopathic remedies and the ones that seem to have performed really well in the post-C and the recovery 
have been almost uh, for those who are familiar with homeopathy the like the acid force thing where you've just lost that spark you know where we need mm-hmm. to kind of put that um fizz back into your life yeah. so right. i i find the camphor the acid force they've been fantastic to just pick people up this is anshu bahanda you can find our podcast wellness curated on apple spotify and a host of other channels. Anshu sometimes like people felt like they were just they were not going to make it. They felt so like they'd given up and you right. have to almost pull them out. And this is the part I think which is hard because we have been told that people need to be isolated and family can't go see them and you have been made afraid to look after your loved one because apparently it's like, so contagious uh, you can't do yeah. this so yeah. in that really depressive moment yeah. when actually love love is the vibration and the frequency they need that's the medicine yes. they can't get right if you're careful and your hygiene practices as a caregiver are in place don't okay. be afraid to care okay. for your loved one because they they can't do it alone wow okay like they can't do it alone because if you just say isolate them and let's see them in 2 weeks and they're going to be better there are a lot of emotional things they yes. go through if they get better from the sea it's almost like they fall down on the mental health you know this better than most people here because you're an astrologer but mental health as it is is you know has really suffered in the last 2 yeah. years that's very good advice you're giving people that don't just desert people there is a contagious element but there is a contagious element with a lot of other diseases too you know it's mm-hmm. no different but if everyone why keeps their vibration high and this is why i choose to refer to it as the big c is because we don't want to keep strengthening this thing we actually want to mm-hmm. ignore it and we're going to carry on with the practices we know so we don't keep like drawing it to us there okay. is something about constantly saying i'm going to get sick i'm going to get sick and then mm-hmm. you vibrate at that lower frequency and you walk into something what lifestyle change do you recommend so that people stay healthy i think it just needs to be simpler you know nothing that we can't afford okay. we can go for a walk we can eat okay. simple clean food like you don't need to have so much like less is more but mm-hmm. i would say keep active keep positive really vibrate from that place of love and service because ultimately this that's what we're all here to do and yes. we need to help each other out like we can't walk away when someone's fallen you know your neighbor who used to really enjoy to maybe see you and say oh hello how are you you're now afraid of her and she's afraid of you and fear is the worst thing i think we can do to ourselves in this time i'm not yes. saying you know run outside and hug everybody yeah. we have to be careful we can still interact we can still find ways to support each other you wow. asked me about a healthy practice i have to come back to yoga i think that there are very simple practices you don't need to have a one hour long practice every day okay there are little things you can do there are mudras there's breathing maybe even it's just one asana you want to do yeah. just do it it's like making a necklace you just string one bead at a time and before you know it you actually have done quite a bit keep it simple keep it small so that it's sustainable 
you know these okay. 21 day let's say goals and we do these really intricate things but we can't keep that pace even to prevent the big c keep mm-hmm. it simple is that right i'm saying keep it simple i'm saying because it's a frequency right so yes yeah if if you do your day to day looking after yourself your immune system your vitality is going to be strong so you're not going to be at that lower vibration but the vitamin c's are doing very well the vitamin d's probably the star of the pandemic you know yes our yes. homeopathic echinacea is fantastic and i wouldn't take complicated precautions i wouldn't have multiple things that i have to do because it's just not sustainable i think we're going to have to do this for a little bit longer if you set something up too complex are you going to have the stamina and the endurance to keep doing it you know mm-hmm. whatever works for you but i would say do your day to day stuff do your work do your workout you know be that friend be that sister mother be all of that my question is so the tips do you have any tips particularly now people are back to leading normal lives right whether they've had the vaccine or not they right. they you know they've decided people have decided they'll wear you know masks where they need right. to the people yes. who feel they need to have the vaccine have had it so yeah what can they do now can we give people some tips okay so my tips would be in the yoga practice i would still say those of you who can the sun salutation practice is is our vitamin d energetically right okay so i would i would say that's a great practice for people for those of you who struggle with the traditional sun salutation practice there's great um modifications on the chair practices the chair sun salutations are equally powerful the sun salutation you said it helps get vitamin d is it meant to be done when the at a particular time yes it is it is so the traditional sun salutation surya namaskar practice is very very scientific so we have to give a lot of gratitude and thanks to all the rishis and gurus who've been you know, brought this knowledge down to us today so you in the morning you face east and in the evening you face west when the sun is going down personally because i think yoga it's not a religion it just comes through the hindu traditions down to us but people can use whatever prayer or invocation they feel guided to it doesn't have to be a hindu chant but okay. there are very specific sun mantras that just makes it really stronger so you're okay. kind of getting it from the energy body you're getting it through your physical body okay. and there's a synergy that takes place then you sort of sit down and you go into a quiet moment of breathing the nadi shuddhi which is the alternate nostril breathing think of okay. that as your cleanser you're cleansing both your aida pingala nadis and you're balancing yourself remember we talked about harmonizing mind body spirit so the nadi shuddhi will help you harmonize yes. and the most important breathing practice is the brahmari pranayama oh brahmari okay okay yes which is um i think in the west they call it the humming bee there have been incredible studies about potency of brahmari pranayama just three brahmaris 
a day is more than enough wow right? okay so i think my little practice maybe 7 8 minutes you can make it longer you can make it more elaborate but it needs to be something you can stretch and not those would be my tips so if yoga was my maintenance in my maintenance box and i added my vitamin c and my d Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe I would alternate my C with homeopathic echinacea. You know, herbal teas, the tulsi tea, coriander teas are phenomenal. I I would uh, more than that. I'm not really saying you need to do much more than that. Okay, perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now tell me what advice But do you have for the people? You lose your taste and you lose your smell. We are able to navigate this world through our senses. So when two of them get taken out for us we're really confused right because smells and tastes and sight and sound and touch give us a lot of pleasure and it also gives us a lot of pain you know it works both ways so when we remove two major senses you have no um joy from that that i think is why the mind really collapses at some point because then it just doesn't have the strength we eat what we eat because we like how it tastes or how it looks so how it you know so when you can't enjoy it you start to deplete very fast okay uh, so i would say in place of remember you have two senses that are out of action so mm-hmm. remember to use you know skin care routines like touch is really important beautiful things to look at like the flowers um listen to the music because you you have to navigate without two so i'm going away with two very important things that you've said yes. today one was that keep everything simple and yes. that really you know that's something that's really stuck with me because you've said just keep life simple don't make it too complicated just go back to keeping life simple and the other very important thing which very few people say is that when someone has it don't just leave them be you know they need love more than anything else thank you thank that was you. a really useful chat and i hope we've thank helped you. lots of people with that thanks for joining us Hope you enjoyed the wellness curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life. Mm-hmm.